0: Good morning and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800 951 to the website at allamericangold.com. And it is a hump day, the middle of June, and I'm going to tell you what, uh, the fireworks are going to start about noon Eastern time. Uh, that's when we're going to get... Uh, the press release from the Fed. How big of a rate hike is it going to be? And then around twelve thirty Eastern Time, uh, we'll get Jay Powell out there talking, and, and we'll see if the tone right is he is he going to be even more hawkish about what's uh, future rate hikes are going to look like, uh, and we're bound to get. A ton of market reaction from all of that right now. Uh, the Dow, it's up a couple hundred points. Uh, they, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, it's been a really, well, it's been a bad year uh, for Wall Street and paper assets. And I think it's going to continue to be. Uh, gold's up nine or ten bucks right now. Silver having a nice day here. Up 55 cents. I'm leaving. Yesterday, we had that sale on on half dollars. Uh, we we still have close to a hundred rolls of half dollars left. So, uh, two forty a, a roll on half dollars. It was a really really good buy yesterday. Jason Silver's up fifty cents. Even a better buy today.
1: Yeah, we, we have no idea uh, how far and fast silver and gold could go up. We don't know if the announcement later today is going to force prices down. We, we, don't, we don't know, so we're going to sell them at the price that we had them at yesterday. And uh, I'm telling you, just cheap silver, half dollars, uh, not, not a normal item we have, so jump on them.
0: And, and a lot of things to talk about. Somebody, and I don't know who, and I and we'll, I'm sure we'll find out, you know, later. Somebody has placed a massive, massive bet against the Japanese bonds. Uh, that, that the right now, obviously, we know the Bank of Japan is spending hundreds of billions of dollars a month to try to keep those yields down, that they're going to fail at this, that the yields are going to go much higher. There was an emergency ECB meeting. This morning, uh, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with Jason that this inflation data is going to get significantly worse. Uh, we talked about the pigs uh, lately, right? That's Portugal, that's Italy, that's Ireland, that's that's Greece, that's Spain. Uh, I, I know for a fact Italian bond yields blew out, uh, which I think was the reason behind the, this emergency meeting. There this is shaping up again all these warning signs you know look at it like a dam and and there's all these cracks in the dams and and everyone's got their fingers and their toes and trying to hold this tidal wave back uh it's not looking good for this mythical soft landing creature uh that the federal reserve keeps trying to say oh well we could maybe maybe we could pull this off it's not looking so good but but right now the money 75 basis points uh Barclays, Deutsche Bank, Goldman, JP Morgan, Jeffries, uh Societe Generale, Wells Fargo, they're on the 75 basis point hike today. You got BNP, B of A, City Credit Suisse, HSBC, Morgan Stanley, they're still at 50 uh basis points today i think we're gonna see that this is my guess we're 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 going to see i think we'll see 75 and a tough talk from jay powell uh potentially we could get 50 if we get 50 today i think the talk could be even tougher about what's coming in the future jason
1: yeah, we'll just we'll find out later in the day. So it might be a whole nother world, different kind of world than right now.
0: It could be. It could look very, very different. Uh, There's some, there, and there are just you know, full uh, disclosure. There's some people out there saying a full point today. Uh, and, and again, that sounds like a lot because I don't know the last time the Fed hiked more than fifty basis points. Twenty-eight at, years. At,
1: at twenty-eight years.
0: 20, so into the 90s, but people don't realize, you know, if you go back, uh, like Paul Volcker, people think that Paul Volcker, you know, raised rates and it was a straight line. Listen, back in those days, uh, March 1980, Paul Volcker raised raised the rates by five basis points. Five, not a quarter of a point, not a half a point, not one point, five points. But then in April of uh, the next month, he cut it eight and a half points, uh, you know. So the, the the Fed used to raise rates by much bigger numbers and lower rates by much bigger numbers uh, than they've done uh, in in any recent history. So I guess to Jason's point, the largest rate hike we're anticipated. We will we'll know more at noon. Is this going to be the largest rate hike in nearly three decades from the central bank? Which just tells you how badly they've missed it, Jason.
1: Right. And, uh, you know, it's funny because other countries like – I always get the information over the years from Russia. Russia will have all these like 8% rate hikes, you know, because I think they see the inflation in their weaker uh, currency – and they step on it real, real quick. And then over here, people are like, you know, the, the business people are just like, oh wow, that things must be really bad. Look at that, eight points. But, but they squash, you know, by doing that, they squash the uh, int- the inflation immediately. Joe, right? Instead of doing these half
0: pointers and watching inflation just get out of control, right? Exactly. Uh, late to the ball. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, big developments here today, and I'm trying to put these pieces together. Uh, that emergency ECB meeting uh, this morning, very concerning. I think something other than just inflation is, is at foot here. Uh, we covered uh, earlier in the week about Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank was the one uh, that came out and said, hey, Japan, we, we got a situation. Okay, we 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 we, we we've, we've got a problem. Uh, the printing press in Japan is in overtime. Deutsche uh, Bank warning that the uh, the MMT, you know, that modern money theory, uh, the currency and the Japanese financial markets are in the process of losing any sort of fundamental based. Valuation anchor. In other words, uh, the, being very, very simply, Deutsche Bank is warning about the Japan, the Japanese fiat currency blowing up here. Uh, they're saying that the more global inf- inflation picks up, the bigger the problem we're going to have. Uh, they're saying as a result, we will soon enter a phase where dramatic. And unpredictable non-linearities in Japanese financial markets are going to start kicking in if it becomes obvious to the market. Uh, the Japanese bond market is going to be set for some uh, dramatic increases in yield. Uh, they're, they're warning. Here's an interesting thing, Jason. They're warning. That Japan may be the test market this time around. That's a whole. Di- Dude, remember last time, Greece and Cyprus were test markets. Uh, the, Japan's that—that's a whole different level uh, when we're talking about uh, markets out there.
1: Yeah, Japan's you know top four economy in the world. You know they're really number three right now. So it's uh, when when things go wrong there. You know it's funny because as as uh, We've gone through coronavirus, and then we've had this inflation come up. Uh, Japan's been in really bad shape for a long time, and it's like it's kind of like a, a problem that's been ignored as long as possible. Now it looks like possibly this this may end up getting a lion's share of the news if things uh, ex- explode there, jo- uh, Brad, Joe. Excuse me. I <laughs> got all these r- radio guys I'd have to talk to every day. Uh, yeah, what happens if Japan – you know, and then they don't have the world reserve currency, Joe. They, but they have a, they have a large, a large uh, economy and a large, uh, largely used currency. What happens? What happens? You know, I'm just sitting here thinking about what happens if they implode, Joe. How does every single nation on earth not implode with it? Because it's just too big. And even though it's not it, China, it, it's, not U.S., it's it's big, Joe.
0: But it's big. They're, they're, they're this is, uh, man. Be really careful here again. These are all signs, right? Like when when people go bankrupt, well, you didn't go bankrupt all at once, right? You started falling behind. You maxed out the credit cards. You started paying your bills late. Uh, Then then maybe some of the bills you didn't pay at all, right? And all of a sudden, right, Uh, then all of a sudden you're bankrupt. Well, it wasn't all of a sudden. You had all these signs. This is a huge huge sign something's up
1: and joe remem- remember remember japan bought their stock market recently they basically purchased They're the, the stock- largest
0: holder of their stock market i mean the unwinding here could be uh, at a scale that we haven't seen zero hedge is now reporting that blue bay for those of you that don't know blue bay it's not a name that i talk about often they are one of the world's largest hedge funds uh, and they primarily deal in fixed assets okay so these are going to be uh treasury bonds of, of 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 nations here uh according to Zeroides, Blue Bay Asset Management is gearing up in what they're calling a George Soros moment in the uh, against the Bank of Japan. Remember, uh, Soros, right? The the Asian uh, market crisis. Soros was the one that forced uh, the Bank of England, right, to to sell all their gold reserves and all of those things. Uh, they're now saying that uh, Blue Bay is the one that is behind it. Uh, this is a massive, massive bet uh that the bank of japan is going to lose control saying that they that it's going to, the central bank is going to be forced to abandon its policy and uh get in uh that it's out of sync with its global peers uh jason this, this is a big big development here
1: Absolutely. I mean, every day we you come in with this stuff, Joe. And I, sometimes i It's funny, because when, when I'm on the air with Joe, and we and we've, I've been doing the half-empty cup of Joe since September last year, so I'm, we're not quite a year, sometimes I catch myself, Joe, sort of uh, in my car driving and listening to you. So Sometimes I get kind of lost listening. It's like, oh, man, here's, here's more of this stuff and more of this stuff. And it doesn't stop, Joe. I mean i I want to hit cryptocurrencies a little later in the show again because of what they're doing there and where where what where, where do these companies what are these these governments where do they have to go? they have nowhere to go what what decisions can be made
0: this is yeah this is a big problem here uh you know blue Bay is almost certain that Japan is not going to be able to continue this 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 policy of suppressing their yields if they lose control of their yields. Uh, you're going to see all the pigs blow up. Portugal's going to blow up. Spain's going to blow up. Italy's going to blow up. Well, Joe, remember, and then it's a, and then it's a domino effect.
1: Remember when we played that Glenn Beck piece several months ago, uh, when when there was 29 trillion in bailouts, not five trillion. Remember that, and who got the big lion's share as far as uh, foreign governments? It was it was Japan. They got 3.7 trillion in bail, bailouts back in 2008, nine, ten, eleven. Remember that. So I guess maybe they're waiting for the Fed to come and do it again. Maybe that's maybe that's their play.
0: Well, and again, see, here's the problem, right? We were doing that with rates at zero. Yep. See, the, you can't, and the way this works for people that don't understand, you can't have quantitative easing when rates aren't zero. It, 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 you you got to go back to zero first. This is this is a major major development. Uh, not a lot of details. The emergency meeting in the ECB is over. And really, Jason, they released almost no details. Uh, so, so again, I, I I'm only speculating here. I know, uh, that the Portugal, you know, the pig bond yields were, were g- going higher than the overall, uh, European Euro bond yields. Uh, I know Italy blew up. Uh, And they, as an example, so the uh, Italian 10-year note above 4%. And and the ECB, for all practical purposes, they're still at zero. So they haven't even started hiking rates there yet. Uh, They've had an emergency meeting. No details. And and that's concerning. Because when you're having an emergency meeting, you obviously are trying to control the narrative. Right? We're trying to get out in front of whatever it is, whatever problem that they saw to quote unquote have an emergency meeting, uh, to get in front of it, uh, and to be this type lipped, uh, it's concerning. It's definitely concerning. I think this means that there's no, you know what, I guess to what we, me and Jason have been making this argument for a couple of years, that they're, they're, all these central banks are backed into a corner, Jason.
1: That's correct.
0: And that just says to me they don't have a good answer. Whatever, a, a whatever line of BS that they were going to come out with, they're like, yeah, let's just—we're better off not even saying anything.
1: Well, and, and as far as the Fed, their their uh, their situation, but their their concern is only their system. So it makes me wonder, Joe, with all this talk of getting away from dollars from all these foreign nations, all these foreign, even some of these central banks talking about you know dealing with less uh, Federal Reserve notes. It makes me wonder if, just just like with anything else, with corporations, with governments, uh, with with taxpayers, what you know, what the Fed does is they get you in in uh, indebted. and once you're in debt, you're you're a slave to their system. And then time they need to uh, shake you up and make you, hey, don't 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 you think about paying off your debt and getting out of this system? And they and they create a boom and bust cycle. It makes me wonder if the last bust cycle, the uh, the housing crash, Joe, and they gave all this trillions of dollars out to these countries, is is put them in a weak position to where Everyone wants to get away from central bank, especially the Fed and dollars. But maybe they're like, "Well, we're, we're going to let you know we're going to raise rates and we're going to let inflation go, and we will fix this. We'll go back to quantitative easing as long as you guys fall on the line and sign sign on some some dark. You know, we, we're not in these we're not in these rooms, Joe. We we don't get to actually hear what these conversations, but we do know so many countries are, are talking about walking away from dollars. The Fed wants them to come back to these Federal Reserve notes. So uh, it might just be a uh, you know it might this might be a big poker game going on and, and the Fed might just put in exact a lot of pain to see if everyone comes running and begging. Well, and,
0: and again, you know, it's interesting you brought that up just really quickly. We're going to have Joey on in a couple of hours on the half cu- uh, half empty cup of Joe. I think a lot of you are going to want to pay attention to that uh, because he's been talking about uh, it's time to play. It's past time if you haven't. Your financial advisor doesn't have you on the defensive. Uh, you better hurry up and get there. But uh, Robobank, as an example, was out saying just what Jason was saying—that the Fed has to act because the U.S. is losing the, do- uh, the dollar power as global collateral, and they're saying they're losing it to commodities. Uh, and this is a big worry here. This is this is a massive, massive development. This leads me to believe. Uh, that the fed is not only going to hike the the 75 that they're going to talk about a lot more rate hikes than most people expect uh, i think that is going to be devastating uh to the paper markets uh, and again i think we got a problem here japan's got a problem uh one of the world's largest uh hedge funds is is saying you know what we're we're going full George Soros here. I think Europe's got a problem. We've got to – listen, we know this. Fiat money has a problem, Jason.
1: And that's right. I don't think the Fed really cares about the market that much, Joe. I, I mean, I know that that's uh, – they care about the market when it comes to uh, keeping people calm, keeping people relaxed. When the markets are looking okay, then, then people don't panic. But I don't think they really care. I mean, the, the largest of the large companies, the Vanguards and the Black Rocks and things like that, they're going to be fine no matter how bad the emergency gets. So if they need if they need to keep people in their no system, yeah this is
0: something different this yeah. is this is worry listen this isn't about stock prices the ECB did not have a meeting because of stock prices an emergency meeting this is a banking crisis that is developing uh, because you got to remember uh, now all of a sudden we've got a central bank. On the other side of a trade here, uh, that's just mind-blowing here. I think a lot of banks, uh, and, and again, I think it's going to start uh, overseas. Uh, you know, we talked about pigs, but now it may be Japan, may be uh, the, the, the torch, right, that that spark that, that starts uh, these runs in these banks uh, with these derivatives that don't trade and all this stuff that's the same issue as last time, instead of it being the housing market uh, bonds that started it, are we going to have actual treasury market bonds be the start of it? Uh, th- th- this is, yes. this is something extremely, extremely significant. Uh, the gold markets today, they should, I don't think they should be up today, but they're right now, gold's up 14 now. Uh, kind of, it's in. An- Interesting development here, Joe. I think your last, uh, I think your last statement,
1: your last statement about Treasuries. That's, I think, that's the key. I mean, the Fed just barely started selling their balance sheet. They just started, and I think that's what the rest of the world just is, is looking b- at. Like, I, I think not, they're looking I, I think at it that.
0: Started today. I think they lo- started today.
1: They're looking at that nine trillion balance sheet, like kind of like our national debt is at thirty trillion. I don't think anybody across the world wants that balance sheet to go below nine trillion. In fact, I think the rest of them they wanted to go up every year now just like our national debt. So by selling anything off that sheet, I think that's where a lot of this is happening. They know what's going to happen if they start releasing uh, billions and billions and then trillions of dollars back into a flooded market. It's just, just supply and demand. Can you imagine they sell off $2 trillion worth of stuff, what would happen?
0: This is just, yeah, this is incredible. Uh, I got comments from the Blue Bay CEO. Uh, that's going to come up on the other side of the break. Uh, wow. Uh, I'll share it with you after uh, after we pay a few bills. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Once again, uh, we've got rolls of half dollars or two hundred and forty dollars a roll. Uh right now twenty dollar gold pieces, twenty one sixty five. I'm just gonna let everybody know at twelve o'clock those prices may go out the window. I don't know what's going to happen uh for for some reason i just feel like there's going to be a bo- a big move uh in one direction or the other uh but that remains to be seen uh we will adjust prices accordingly uh so right now this is where we're at 240 uh is the big sale of the day on silver uh half dollars right now silver's up over 50 cents from where we were yesterday uh so it makes that deal even better today uh in in uh $20 gold like i said 2165 with the caveat that in in uh a few hours here uh those numbers could be completely irrelevant we'll have to wait and see so uh again zero hedge reporting uh big big news so we've got it's blue bay asset management just to give you an idea Hundred and twenty-seven billion dollars worth of assets that Blue Bay has. So this is not a small player by any means. Uh, Mark Dowding, he is their chief investment officer. Uh, he is uh, based in London. In case that was important to anybody, uh, and here's what he is he has had to say. Uh, really uh, significant in talking about uh, where he feels Japan is, calling the Bank of Japan the last man standing in this modern money theory, and it's going to end with a very messy, huge implications uh, for, for global rates, uh, from Deutsche Bank's, uh, strategist saying, uh, reiterating where Blue Bay is at right now. Here's what, what Dowding had to say. There is almost no downside to being short Japanese rates via futures or yen swaps. Yield curve control is designed so that the more the Fed hikes, the more the Bank of Japan is going to need to ease and grow its balance sheet, and that makes it completely unattainable. Think about this: last month, Japan central bank had to spend three hundred billion dollars uh, to try to protect this. Jason, and uh, it looks like here this is this is not going to end well.
1: No, Joe, it's almost like the the. Japanese central bank. Uh, it's almost like they they act they feel like they're the Fed, like they have the world reserve currency, or the, like they don't they don't have any price to pay with what they've been doing. Uh, I'd say over the last ten years, uh, Joe. So it's uh, they are not the world reserve currency, and I and I you know I make, we went back to that uh, conversation we had yesterday about the uh, the, uh, the the, the currencies that are in that basket at the uh, IMF. You know, do you Hey, we we're in the we're in the basket so we can be really uh, we we can go ahead and play like this and uh, so, something you know something's going to going to give us uh, our soft you know, landing right Joe maybe they think they have got a soft landing cuz oh, we, hey we're in that basket too so, you know we don't want that you don't want that basket to blow up so we're going to keep trying to keep our economy floating if we have to print up to the moon and uh, this I, this is, I don't know Joe
0: yeah this is going to have huge impacts on rates uh rates will be much much higher i, I yep. don't like this at 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 all here uh, by the way, we did have economic data out today. Uh, retail sales, this was a May number. Uh, remember, we're, we're, we're barely holding on to a positive GDP print for the second quarter. We know we had a negative print in the first quarter. Uh, according to the data out, this was a big miss. Uh, May's retail sales, disappointed, actually were down Three tenths of a percent, uh, and uh, the the they also took down April. This was a big number, so April uh, was was also revised downwardly uh, to just one tenth of a percent versus seven tenths of a percent. Uh, so they're saying auto sales uh, down three and a half percent, gasoline up four percent. Obviously. Higher prices, uh, excluding uh, the autos and in, in gasoline, uh, retail sales only up a tenth of a percent. That was the worst number this year, Jason.
1: Yeah, and I, and I know that uh, you had talked about you believe that uh, second quarter might have a, a slight GDP uptick, so we won't have the official recession. But I still wonder, Joe, if we're going to get those recession numbers uh, as soon as June is over. So I. I, I think we're on that. So one.
0: yeah, let me give you the GDP. So they again the Fed cherry picks data. They have what they call the control group in retail sales. April's control number was up one percent. They've revised that number to just half of a percent. May's control group number, Jason, was zero.
1: Ah, uh, see, when I even asked you, that. said, like, what happens if it's a zero? Remember that? I guess that's considered a
0: positive then, right? Uh, yeah, zero would not <laughs> be negative. So a <laughs> uh, zero GDP uh, would not be negative oh, oh. Uh, right now, though. I, I still, you know, and I'm, I may be, uh, I could be totally out the to lunch here. Uh, I still expect a very small positive GDP print in Q2, uh If it's, if I'm wrong and it's a negative print, that'll be, that meets the technical term for recession, which is two negative quarters in a row. And and again, I've never seen things like this where we're talking about raising rates, tearing a recession. That is absolutely unprecedented, Jason.
1: This whole thing, Joe, just – and I know that people use the analogy, but this, doesn't this whole thing, uh, 2022, just feel like the drug dealer, the local drug dealer just took a vacation and all the addicts are just freaking out because they can't get the drugs they were getting uh, f- for a long time before? I mean, man, they they, they, st- they started upping the rates and, and not printing money, Joe, and, and it's like – it just happened a couple of months. They just stopped adding to their balance sheet that you said, I think, in April, right? I mean, so it, the whole well, world is yeah, freaking April, out. Well, they
0: stopped. I, I want to say today, maybe it was yesterday. They're officially just now starting to sell yep. uh, these treasury bonds. So uh, this is going to put again. That's just more supply, right? More supply yep. out there means what you normally means rates go higher. Uh, and if we have this explosion in Japan, I, I that's unthinkable. This is, that's that's really game over. Uh, And we're going to be in another huge banking mess if that happens.
1: Joe, something similar to this, and I wasn't there. All I do is the reading of history. Something similar to this happened when Andrew Jackson was president. He he very strongly said, I'm getting rid of the bank. It's going away. And the central bankers of the time, they threw the economy into a complete chaos, stomping their feet because they weren't going to have their bank. It's not we're not getting rid of the Fed, Joe, but it sure seems like a lot of attention of people wanting to countries, businesses wanting to get away from the dollar, and it almost seems like, well, we're gonna punish you. Let's we'll see how long you can last without us. That's what this feels like, Joe. Eight hundred nine
0: five one zero five nine two. Rome is burning, Tokyo uh, is burning. Rome is burning. Uh, emergency meetings by the ECB. Is Jay Powell going to yell fire today? Uh, we'll all have to wait and see. And and other. Th- God, this is just so infuriating. So we have this clown in the office, uh, and again, obviously, I think deliberately placed there for this reason. So what's he doing about energy prices? Well, he fired off a letter to Exxon and Chevron and BP and Shell, basically any company that owns refineries. And and essentially said that, what are you guys doing? It's unacceptable that you're making uh, profits right now and, and, and you need to be refining at full speed. They're already doing that, you clown. Refining capacity is like at 95%. Like You can't get much higher. That stuff breaks. It needs to be repaired. We actually, you know what, because of policy set forth under the Obama administration where you were the VP, and before that stuff that you were trying to get done when you were in Congress, we actually have less refining capacity now than we did 20 years ago there's nothing these companies can do because you and your leftist policies have hamstrung them all Jason it's complete idiocracy
1: yeah it makes you wonder with uh, where things are headed with uh, the, the whole climate change thing and ESG scores that you, you make, it makes you wonder if uh, you know the government the US government would try to nationalize oil it's like you know what you guys are irresponsible we're just going to take over uh, that industry because you're, you're causing the world a great deal of harm and then uh, Rockefeller would then have their
0: standard oil monopoly again, Joe. I said, Biden has ended subsidies for fossil fuel corporations. He's banned new drilling on yeah. federal lands and, and federal waters. Uh, you know, all this nonsense about holding oil executives accountable. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, obviously going back uh, into the Paris Agreement, uh, the track record is here. You know what? If he needs to write somebody a letter, he should write himself one because – He's the problem.
1: That's exerting a lot of uh, control over an industry, Joe, for sure. That's why I brought that up. I mean, I don't, I don't see it happening, but, man, it, you know, you never know. With, with, with the way things are headed, when there's a great uh, economic emergency worldwide, uh, crazy things uh, end up happening, Joe.
0: Yeah, they, listen, I think a, a lot of crazy things are about to happen. This feels a lot like the housing bubble bursting uh, you know, go back in 05 and into 06, followed by the financial crisis. Uh, the one thing that I think uh, we're sleeping on right now, because the, the housing crisis, that was happening right here, right now. Now, we're starting to see it. Uh, we're, we're seeing what inflation's doing now. It's about to get so much worse. I think that's why uh, Blue Bay is so confident in their bet. They, they know. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Uh, this is going to get very, very, very ugly. Uh, and and these banks are in no better position than they were back then. I think we're going to see some unprecedented things happening uh, to balance sheets across the spectrum here. And now we're talking about the biggest market of all, the biggest bubble of all. It's not Wall Street. It's the bond market. That is the biggest bubble of them all. And uh, just as some more, if you want more economic data, we did get home builder sentiment. And I don't need to tell you, it was absolute trash. They were just like, nobody's buying Uh, our costs. By the way, home builders are saying the cost for them to build a home, up 20% from the same month last year. So that probably really gives you a good indication, Jason, of what the real inflation rate is. And
1: that's the only reason, Joe, I've said if there's a housing price crash, it's, I just don't see how far down it can go when the inflation's going to push the price up. I mean, housing is is going to freeze right in place, in, in kind of my, my opinion, Joe. And you know, got to remember, this
0: is real simple. It's the same thing with housing. We're going to have huge inflation, massive inflation, followed by... Demand destruction that the world has never seen, which will then finally lead to prices falling. It's going to be, it's not a good outcome here. There's no way to sugarcoat this. Uh, I've never, like I said, I've been doing this 20 years. I've never seen freaking hedge funds just openly go after central banks. I mean, we haven't seen this since the Soros days Uh, in this Is going to have nasty, nasty complications for the fiats and for the central banks. And Jason's point, I think this—they know it—and I think Mm -hmm. the central banks are going to say, "Oh, well, you know what? You want to do that? Okay, let's see how much pain you really want to have."
1: Yeah, exactly. I I think so, Joe. And and, uh, if we go into a a, a light. Or low-level hyperinflative situation where you know, the, the Fed can't go up one point every month and it still can't keep up with it. If we get into a situation spiraling upwards, housing prices staying the same while you have thirty percent inflation is a housing price crash. If everything around you costs now, the more, the problem
0: is as inflation is right, no one's going to be able to. Uh, yep, you're, you'll be limited to cash buyers, right? Because uh, b- mortgage payments. Uh, are, are up, you know, like, like we said, almost a $1,000 a month higher payments uh, for the same priced homes, and, and rates are only going higher from there. Uh, and again, it, it, it's, a, it's a just a terrible situation.
1: And I haven't looked up the numbers, Joe, but why I have a feeling that property prices didn't drop a whole lot during the Great Depression? Nobody was buying houses, nobody could buy food. But I don't. Think, well, nobody was buying property because I don't think the property prices really fell to any kind of level where anybody could actually afford it, Joe. So, I, like I said, if, if housing prices go down five percent and we have thirty percent inflation or more, you know, hold, hold on, to, hold on to the homes you got and uh, start putting everything away and something Amen to a, that, yeah. gold and silver. That's your, that's your savings when it comes to inflation, man. You guys got to put it away.
0: Oh boy, more more people uh, sounding off. Bill Ackman. Uh, He's pushing uh, Pershing Square, another big guy on TV all the time. Now saying that the Fed needs to raise a full point today, a full point next next meeting. Said that it was nothing but hopium to expect that taking the Fed's rate to 4% or less would be sufficient. Says the Fed funds rate probably needs to be to at least 6% uh Jeff Gundlach, wow uh of course, you know he's one of the guys I watch something's up I I, I, I just the Fed should raise rates by three percent today that was his comment Jason uh I I don't know I, I well, the Volker five percent right I don't know. the Volker five yeah. percent.
1: We're there. We're we there, and and Volcker didn't have thirty trillion dollars in debt to deal with.
0: No, Volcker only had a trillion. Yes. Yep. I mean that. That, that was it. That was it. So, you, you know, these these that, that's under I mean, just to give uh, what Jeff Gunlet says, the Fed needs to do.
1: I want. I think the Fed wants this inflation, Joe. That's all I, there is to it. I think. I think. Well, the,
0: obviously, they wanted it. I mean, come on. They, they stuck to this transitory nonsense. I think they I mean, still they want it, to They had to be an absolute idiot to actually have yep. believed anything that they were saying. There's no way they believed that. There's no way.
1: I, I really believe they want to inflate their try to inflate their way out of this debt problem because you know here's the thing when it really comes all comes down to it. If you can't pay the interest on your debt, and our federal government's getting to the point where they're not going to be able to pay the interest on the debt, the $31 trillion, it's close to $31 trillion, uh, there's, there's, there's very few cures for that, Joe. And if you're going to do an economic reset, well, I think one thing is you've got to make whatever the debt level is because they're not going to – no matter what we're, anyone says. We're
0: going back. We're going back. To two, three, four trillion dollar a year budget deficits, if yep. not worse. Uh, this thing's getting absolutely out of control. Uh, just remember, we got Joey coming on the half empty cup, uh, in an hour and a half. You, 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 right now, preserving what you've got, I think Jason's gonna be winning. Uh, I really do. This is, this is getting out of hand. Uh, and, and I really don't have an answer, uh, for it. Right now, uh, silver half dollars, 240 year old, $20 gold, uh, 2,165. Gold's up 10 right now, 1820. Silver's up 54. Uh, the Dow's up 120. Uh, and again, I think all of this is just window dressing. Uh, there's, there's gonna be, Uh, I think huge swings in the market in the next three hours when when the Fed comes out. Obviously, tomorrow uh, at this show, we'll we'll see what the the reactions are. Uh, I'm waiting for some leaks out of that ECB meeting. I really want to know what that emergency meeting was all about. Yep. Uh, And again, uh, the news today, uh, Deutsche Bank broke it earlier in the week about Japan. Uh, now we find out today through Zero Heads that Blue Bay, uh, is behind the bet against the Bank of Japan and saying that this, this quantitative easing policy has to end and it's gonna end in spectacular fashion. Ooh, man.